Welcome to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast for Friday, November the 5th. My name is Joey Mills, and you know, I got a weird hankering this week, and that's the only word that correctly describes what it is I had a hankering Uh for. For whatever reason, I don't know why, I started like, man, I want to sit down and watch like a bunch of like the shit that would have been on a Turner owned cable network, you know, 20 years ago. Like I want to watch, I want to watch cannonball run and Gator and six pack and all this. For whatever reason, the mood, the mood struck me. I was like, I want to watch some like bad Southern car (laughs) driving around movies. I I, oddly enough, uh, was the last, I think it's last month I watched six pack. Yeah. It was on one of the things I was like, I was going to say, if it, if, if it had been 20 years ago, you could have turned on TBS yeah. or TNT or <laughs> exactly. any, of, like, any of those Turner-owned cable networks and been like, oh, there it is. <laughs> There's a one in four chance. <laughs> exactly. Well, my name is Joey Mills, like I said, and joining me this week, we've got... Caleb. Curtis. And what have you guys been up to? There's been a couple things dropped in the last week or so, so I'm going to throw them out there and see what you guys have uh, seen, been doing, what you've been thinking about. Uh, first up, the Book of Boba Fett trailer. Did anybody watch it? Yes, indeed. Curtis? I had no idea it dropped. No, it dropped the other day, yeah. Kenny, what would you think? I've been all in things whole... Boba Fett, I am all about. It looks <laughs> cool. I think they're going to... I like the direction they're going with it. Yeah. So it's a hard left turn from the Mandalorian. But yeah. Totally going somewhere different. Yeah, and I'm good. I'm pretty excited for it. I, I think it of course I'm a huge Boba Fett Boba Fett fan. I don't think that necessarily Surprises uh, anybody? <laughs> yeah, well, just surprises anybody or I don't think it has anything to do with uh, that I liked it or not. I think it I think even people who maybe don't know much about the character will or maybe don't have a lot of love for the character will enjoy it. So. it. It looks like they're going for a uh, mafia vibe. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I like Space Sopranos. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Star Wars Sopranos. Exactly. <laughs> we also had the new Morbius trailer drop this week. Did anybody watch it? Yeah. Curtis, have you done anything? This week? <laughs> we'll get to you in a minute. I had, I had a long week. He did say he's awake. So he <laughs> exactly. so. What did you think of the Morbius trailer? I liked it. The, this one was definitely better than that first one they yeah. put out. Gave you a lot more of what he's, his powers and kind of a little more into the story and stuff. So You're leaning hard into the fact that, hey, do you know, this is uh, in the same universe as like the Spider-Man and, right. and Venom stuff. Do you guys know that? Yeah, do you exactly. guys want to come see our movie? It's got, it's got a lot of that kind of stuff <laughs> in it. There's there's Sinister Six people in this, too. <laughs> yeah. Didn't know if you knew. If they're, they're in this universe, you know. Hey, guys, have you seen this? Did you, <laughs> did you know what this is? Yeah. They're, they're really leaning hard into that. It's like, we know what you're doing. <laughs> Which makes you kind of wonder if you're really... Really banking your trailer on, hey, you know, this is connected to Venom and Spider-Man and stuff. It's like, do you not feel very confident in your movie by itself or do you have to really? I can see where they maybe don't because Morbius is uh, fourth tier (laughs) Spider-Man character. Yeah, I mean, he's everybody knows him, but they're not. That's not the first one. People think, you know, Electro or Rhino or Doc Ock or, you know, the the big players that are in all the episodes basically but uh, your childhood cartoons and stuff is what I mean right. but um, so I, I've i always liked a character obviously because I love vampires and I love stuff like that so I, I don't know I'll, I would have went and seen it anyway so Jared right. Leto be damned you know I'll still <laughs> go see it so. that's not a drawing point for you seeing <laughs> no, Jared Leto it is not. shirtless nothing on screen with, <laughs> nothing wrong with him I'm right. just there's just some actors that just 
I mean, I'm like, cool, you did a great job. You're a fantastic actor or whatever, but you just don't fill the shoes for me, and that's just my personal opinion. So, what do you think about Jared Leto? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what my favorite um, part that he played was? Thigh Club when he got his face smashed in. <laughs> is there a reason why that's your favorite? Uh, it just was nice to watch. <laughs> nice to see him getting beaten. Yeah, and then he just looked like a, like a fucked up Billy Idol afterwards. There, you dropped your card already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're oh, well, Apparently you're not fine. awake enough. <laughs> no, 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 not awake enough to keep those cards from slipping through your fingers. No. no. What have you been up to, Curtis? What's going on? Uh, say a long work week, but no one wants to hear about that. Um, I did see the new cowboy bebop trailer what do you think of that i'm i'm sold are you i'm not were you connected to the old i loved the the, the series yeah. yeah it was it was at a time where i just wasn't watching anime and then i watched it I was like i don't know what i'm why i'm just like not watching anime anymore this is fun yeah so i'm not 100 percent sold on john cho right but i'm gonna give it a shot so i'm i'm interested in that <laughs> i also have a funny story go ahead um well, I'll go ahead and say I did. I've been keeping up on a uh, creep show, which right. this uh, sirens episode. And, <laughs> yeah, that's the one you. Yeah, and the the meter reader. Yeah. It, it's it's weird stuff, but it's good. Keep, <laughs> if you guys haven't watched it, uh, for those of you listening, you should watch it. Um, I can't ever get Kirsten to watch horror films. Even at Halloween time. Right. Like, it took me an arm and a leg to get her to watch Jaws, and we, it's not really horror. <laughs> Were the arm and the leg floating in the water? <laughs> Pretty much, yes. Um, so, on Halloween night, for some reason, I decided, like, hey, because I've been trying to get her to watch this particular movie for a while, I convinced her, finally, that we're going to watch Seven. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. <laughs> Which isn't a Halloween movie. No. It's not a horror film. You really got to be in the right frame of mind to want to watch Seven. Like, it's a good movie, yeah. but it just takes, like, a commitment. <laughs> she, when it ended, looked like a kicked puppy. Yeah. And she was just, like, looking at the floor the whole time. I was like, it was good, right? She's like, that was the most horrible movie I've ever seen. Yeah. She's like, do you hate me? <laughs> Are you wanting to break re- up? Re- rethinking this whole thing. <laughs> I was like, what's in the box? It's funny, right? Like, no. She's like, no, it's not funny at all. <laughs> no. It's not a comedy. Maybe I would have saw it back when it first came out that had all these years. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. I brought her mood back up because I had referenced this certain scene earlier. I showed her the scene where Batman was using shark repellent and... Uh, Batman the movie from the right. 60s and she's just like this is so dumb but thank you get the little Warner Brothers frog out there doing a little tap dance trying to get her to smile uh, again oh, yeah, well, I was like, look yeah. I'll show you this uh, pink fluffy unicorns on rainbows anything work for you yeah, but it, it was interesting. So that was that was my week. <laughs> nice. Did you guys get any trick or treaters at all? I had like we no. had three. I lived I, in an apartment. Yeah, I did. those are the best to hit because you can like get a lot in a short period of time. Well, most of the the apartments, I don't know, they all had the same paper, and it says we do not have candy. And I'm like, where what? did they get this? <laughs> Somebody <laughs> printed them up, left them in the laundry room, and like, <laughs> hey guys, come grab one if you want one. Right. Yeah, I, we got uh, didn't get as many as I hoped, right? But got way more than I expected. And our favorite one was um, we were sitting there, and there was about four or five trick or treaters coming our way, and the neighbor beside us was handing out two. So we we're like, okay. And out of nowhere, I turned. <laughs> I was like, whoa! 
Because there was a Michael Myers at the end of our driveway just standing there. <laughs> and this kid, you know, I say kid, I don't know how old this person was, but I'm guessing upper teens, maybe early 20s. And at our house, we don't care. You yeah. walk up to our house on Halloween, you're getting candy. Yep. Even if you're the parent, we're going to hand you some candy. Yep. So uh, anyways, they were standing there. It's like, hey. And he walked up and... Um, and we only know it's a he because we're like, we have um, a peanut option and a non-peanut right. option. And uh, he's like, I'll take that one. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> fantastic. And he stood there and he turned around and walked away. He's like, okay. So we look back. He's like, hey, those uh, trick-or-treat. Where the hell did he go? Because <laughs> he didn't want, I went down to the end of the driveway. I was like. Where's he at? Because he didn't walk that away, right. and he wasn't walking that way because we were watching. I was like, well, and so I made a little post about it. I was like, he may be coming back to kill us tonight. I don't know. Or maybe this is the whole, we solved the whole thing. If people would have just gave Michael Myers candy, they wouldn't have got killed. If they give him the kind with the peanuts and he's got an allergy, <laughs> game over, movie's ended. Exactly. God damn it, I had a Snickers. <laughs> Well, I want to thank my co-hosts for being here today. Thanks, everybody, to listening to the podcast whenever and wherever you're checking us out. we got a great show for you this week. We are checking back in with the Alamo Drafthouse, taking a look at the movies that are hitting theaters this month, the month of November. All that, plus a new pop quiz and what's new and newsworthy in entertainment and pop culture. We're going to start off doing something a little different, though. We're going to do a little quick warm-up today. And we may stick with me, this. Me, me, we me, may me. do this. No, no, not that way. <laughs> what we've got here is we're gonna we're just gonna week by week we're gonna just move progress our way through the alphabet. So we're gonna start with the letter A today. Okay. All right. I've got a bucket, an actual jack o' lantern Halloween candy bucket here with a bunch of cards. You can hear them. Shake them up there. Yeah. Bunch of different cards with different topics written on them. I'll have somebody blind draw one card out. Whatever's on the card, we will go around the table coming up with something that starts with the letter A related to that topic. And then when you're done, when you got nothing left, you tap out. Whoever ends with <laughs> the last man standing will be our winner. You get nothing but bragging rights, I guess. Curtis, draw one out of there for us. Tell us what we are. If I could, I'll, I'll bring it down for you a little bit. There you go. What's our topic today, Curtis? <laughs> TV actors. TV actors. Actors, male, television <laughs> series with the letter A. Needs to start with the letter A. First or last name. I'll, we'll, we'll play it easy. First or last name? First or last name starts with the letter A. Starts Jesus, with the letter terrible. A. Hey, Curtis, did you drew it? You get to start to throw that card back in the bucket. Okay. Actually, I'll take it out. We won't, that we don't double up on it. All right. Well, you do that. I'll think. And Curtis talking. TV, I don't know TV actors names. with an A. With an A. Curtis, yeah. go. Um, you guys talk real quick. <laughs> no, go ahead. No? no? Okay. TV actors on, starting with this. an A. I know I can do this. I literally know no, teen, or no TV actors. Aaron Paul. Nice. Uh, Ed Asner. Kenny, to you. I'm out. You're out already. Wow. <laughs> I don't wow. know people's you, names. You need a warm up. You, why don't you stretch over there on the <laughs> side while we, the rest of us go? Actors. Damn uh, it. Has to be a guy. <laughs> <laughs> you shot your load. You're done. Maybe this segment will not come back. <laughs> no, 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 no. Give me a second. You sure you don't want to, don't want to guess, Kenny? I literally don't know anybody's. I'm horrible with names. I know faces. I can tell you once you say, well, they were in this and they were this. Right. I was like, oh, and I, I can tell you 10 more things they've done. But right. I'm horrible. Come with on. Names. Letter A. Curtis, you got this. I do. Yeah. Um. Gosh, this is man. a lot to ask early in the morning, man. <laughs> you got this. <laughs> this is a lot to ask any time of the day. Come on. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. 
What you got? Adrian Barbeau. That's a girl. That's a woman. <laughs> was she on the television series? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. She was on Cheap Creep Show. It's like, I'm just throwing out names. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, Aaron and- Burr. <laughs> 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 How's about... Um, uh, wow. Yeah. That's terrible. Like a fart in a whirlwind. That's <laughs> how it's gone over. <laughs> uh, I'm not playing. I'm going to Google because I'm curious the people I've forgotten. Alan Alda. Oh, man. I knew That's that double A's. That's double A's. Alan Alda. There you go. Andy Griffith. Andy Griffith. Back to you. <laughs> Jeez. You took the two easy ones that I couldn't remember. Um, All right. I think we're done. I think I won this one. <laughs> this I gave you... All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up some A's. And well, you guys are gonna have to be warmed up and ready for next week. Next week we'll go to the letter B. And if it, is it actors as, starting with B? Yeah, well, we don't know. It won't necessarily be TV actors. We pulled that card out. And we won't throw it back in until this bucket's empty. So there's a whole bunch of other cards in here. Next oh, week, yeah, a new topic. Alexander Skarsgård guy. Duh. Oh, there you oh go. yeah, how did I forget Alec Baldwin? He shot Jeez. somebody. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, no, he. He hasn't been in anything. There's a few of these are just been in movies, but not been in like a Television TV show. Yeah. yeah. All right. I feel Next like week, a, a was a difficult one. Like if it was B or C or D, I would have gotten more. <laughs> would you though? Would you? Tim would Allen. You really? There you go. Hey, Tim look Allen. At you. Yeah. yeah. You keep going? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think we're done. <laughs> but, folks listening, we're sorry. <laughs> we're we sufficiently warmed up, I guess, at this point. All right. To the two and a half of you listening, we, we are sorry. So. We really screwed that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's our first time. We'll get better at this This is what we you go, get hopefully. for not calling the hotline, people. <laughs> exactly. Just like you know. You guys got to fill time. What's going on here? All right. Here we go. Let's get to it now that we're all warmed up. Here's our time. Top five stories in entertainment and pop culture from the week that was starting with... Number five. Yay! Sure you can do that, but you can't come up with an actor in the lay. All right. Number five. The rough start continues for Amazon Studios' PC game New World on Monday. Quote... All forms of wealth transfers were disabled after an exploit was found last weekend that allowed players to send images and HTML code, basically via in-game chat, which was allowing them to duplicate the amount of gold that they had in their in their characters, <laughs> in their characters' uh, wallet or whatever. You know, the, these people would take some of this and do good with it, <laughs> <you're> right? <laughs> what, what can what could they not do? Players discovered the exploit, so Amazon Studios said, "No more moving money around. We are going to put a fix in." Well. <laughs> On Tuesday, a thread on Reddit showed how that fix that Amazon implemented actually created more problems, more egregious problems <laughs> than the problem that they were attempting to fix in the first place. So this is what happens when Amazon decides they're going to be a video game producer as well. Um, maybe stick to just getting my packages here on time. Because I wonder if the other companies are like, <laughs> no not so easy, is it, Jeff? <laughs> We'll, we'll talk more about Jeff. Start a video game I, thing. <clears throat> I will say this. There's more females with the name, with the A's in their names than there are actors that are television <laughs> moved stars. On so you that that <laughs> I just, my defense. Right. We're going to pretend like that didn't happen. So. <laughs> All right. All right. Up next. Number four. 
Kenny, you're still big into Funko Pop, so you may have seen this story. Uh, Funko is selling Walt Disney World 50th anniversary Funko Pops. I saw that. They've got, you know, like famous rides like Space Mountain, the teacups, Dumbo yeah. the Flying Elf, and all that. Well, included in the line, <laughs> is, there's a common and a chase, so it's two. Mm-hmm. It's a Mickey Mouse and Cinderella's Castle from Walt Disney World. Yeah. Problem is, as a number of folks have pointed out on social media, that that castle isn't Cinderella's castle. It's actually Sleeping (laughs) Beauty's castle, which sits at Disneyland in California. (laughs) Side-by-side photos shows that the sculpt and the paint uh, for the set uh, were the exact same castles that were sold to commemorate Disneyland's 65th anniversary a few years ago. Yeah, it's... A little more sad that I actually did recognize that that was not the right <laughs> yeah, Wait one. a minute. I was like, oh, I'm, just, I'm not going to say anything, but yeah. So, so kind of going cheap. They're like, yeah, you know, we'll just reuse this. Nobody will know because people yeah. whose entire personality is, I know Disney stuff, will never figure out that this isn't the correct castle. And, you know, it's one thing with your general pops and stuff. If you're reusing bodies or, you know, heads or whatever, it's like, yeah, I get it. You know, it saves money. And that's why we're not paying $20 a piece for these things, right. you know. But when it comes to something that is such a well, like those Disney people are fanatics. Oh, yeah. They will point out they're as bad as the damn Star Wars people. <laughs> so which all again, owned by Disney, Disney now. Disney yeah, now, but, they're all Disney people. Uh, you you've got to just watch what you're doing because they will. There's been other things throughout the past that they've kind of botched on and they were like called out and meant no and you know blah blah blah. This yeah. scene, you know, he had three buttons on his jacket and you know stuff like that. So. Yeah, that's a pretty big mistake in that world because those people are serious and they're big collectors and they know their stuff. So. Yeah, Disney collectors don't just buy Funko Pops. They're in, they're in in for a penny, in for a pound. Yeah. These are the people that will throw down hundreds of dollars for little trinkets that remind them of their Disney obsession. So Exactly. They're going to want to make sure they get the right castle, <laughs> not just a reboxed, repackaged. And they've got the cookie jars that are the castles and they right. know all that stuff. So, yeah, it's... Big big mess. Might be worth money if you get it. If they if they fix only, it, only if they yeah, only if they pull you know, only if there's a few of them on shelves and they pull them and then they fix the issue and put out the new ones or Any whatever. Any Funko listeners too, if you didn't know, Funko did have to raise their prices by a dollar yeah. for them, which is a two to four dollars for uh, retailers yeah. out there so in case you didn't know that yeah so expect to see those going up and they already have started all over at yeah. all the stores they've gone walmart and everything's gone up so nice <clears throat> might be a good time to divest from a few of those you've been working <laughs> on that anyway haven't you yeah i have so i'm i've gotten rid of a few hundred yeah. so only a few hundred to go oh yeah well those are i'm gonna keep i really uh, like those i'm being real particular about what i'm collecting in those of course i also, you know, you also know that I'm into Marvel Legends, <laughs> so I'm back in action figures again. So, yep, Got I a, traded one nerd passion for another. So. Yeah, one toy for the next. At yep. least, these, the, at least the Marvel toys bend. Yeah, unlike your Funko Pops, <laughs> you can actually play with them and take up a lot less room. <laughs> That's right. And up next at number three. Okay, stop clapping. All right. That, Act- was, a that was a long clap. <laughs> Actor Henry Winkler has announced that he is selling off huge parts of his own personal collection of props and costumes from his decades long career in film and television. 
The Hollywood Reporter brings word of the sale, which will take place on Wednesday, December 8th at Bonhams, Los Angeles. Among the items that will be available include a complete Fonzie outfit from Happy Days, well. including one of two Fonzie leather jackets in Winkler's possession, plus other items from the sitcom, uh, in addition to items from his films like The Waterboy, Scream, and Night Shift. Do they have the knife they stabbed him with? Uh, no, I don't oh. think so. <laughs> he says, quote, During the pandemic, I had the urge for spring cleaning, except that it lasted for a year and a half. I found 27 boxes, and those boxes were filled with memorabilia from Happy Days to The Waterboy to Scream. Among the items from those two movies are the book that I held on the sidelines in The Waterboy for making up plays. Nice. nice. That's pretty cool. And two masks from Scream that I cut on screen and the prop people gave me because gave them to me because they weren't going to be used again. The complete Fonzie costume is probably the, the crown jewel here. That costume is available for sale and estimated to go from anywhere from fifty to seventy thousand dollars. That feels low. That feels real low. <laughs> if you can I, get it for fifty to seventy, you probably got a pretty good deal. You know, I was uh talking to somebody about this and uh they were like, well, you know, it probably won't because, you know, who, you know, it's been so long ago and stuff. I was like, no, though, like Laverne Shirley and Fonzie or Happy Days and stuff like that, they're in syndication still. Yeah. So kids still grew up watching them. And I was like, these kids have money nowadays. You know, these tech yeah, the, people, the people who, like yeah, that. that's the thing is the people who those have a special place for are now old enough. They, they have families, they have jobs, they have disposable income in theory. Yep. So, I mean, it's not like you're selling them to the teenagers and the 20 year olds. They're selling these to, it'll be a collector who's probably in his fifties or so. Who's got a lot of money and can spend it on buying these kind of memorabilia that they're into. I mean, if the, if you've got, it's one thing to get the jacket and that, the jacket would be the main thing. Right. Yeah. yeah everybody yeah. want, but if you could get the whole outfit. Yeah. I I see that bid going way higher than that. I do. As I well. mean, it's going to be an auction, or is it just like no? It's selling? an auction. Yeah. Is it an auction? Yeah. It, it might go more. It might go more than I that. I have a feeling it will. I have a feeling we'll be doing a story sometime in December about how much the Fonzie outfit <laughs> went for, and be like, yeah, that's more than fifty to seventy thousand. I bet that playbook goes for a good money too. That's yeah. That's a very memorable. I mean, they talked about the damn book. All the way <laughs> That's through all the movie. they talked about. That should have been called the playbook. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Money raised from the auction will benefit This Is About Humanity, a nonprofit founded by his daughter, Zoe Winkler. Up well, next. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say a lot of, I've noticed when they get to a certain age, they're yeah. like, you know what? I may not be around too much longer. Yeah, might as well get and, the money and yeah, donate it. and Do something that you got control over. It. Yeah. Not to say that his daughter or anybody else would, you know, just piss it away or anything, but, you know, he it's nice to have a say of, okay, I, I earned it. This is how I want it to go. So Yeah, I agree. And especially something like it's memorabilia that he wore. He wants to see it go to somebody who's going to enjoy it instead of just collect mothballs or... And or especially like if they can get him there yeah. to kind of talk it up and to just... That would get the juices flowing and the money flowing and stuff for yeah, people. Yeah, possibly so. Up next. Number two. That's another long applause there. <laughs> they're, Have they're, they they're, always they're, been I, I don't think so. In addition to being cast as Mario in the upcoming Super Mario Brothers <laughs> animated movie, Chris Pratt has been announced as the voice of Garfield in a new animated film, which begs the question, has Chris Pratt ever voiced a character that didn't sound just like Chris Pratt? 
Like, has he ever played a character uh, that he's done voiceover work and he's like, oh, he's playing a character? Because his like his characters in Onward, the Lego movies, um, it just, it's just Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. It's yeah. just Chris Pratt. Some people can get away with that, and uh, no one questions it. But you've got other people like Mark Hamill and some of these other people doing these crazy yeah, you know, characters. To the point where you're like, <laughs> I didn't even come close to knowing that's who that was. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, that, that's Chris Pratt. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, he's Chris Pratt playing Chris Pratt. <laughs> I think if you're going, if you're, if you're, if you, if for some reason, and I don't know that this is what they decided, but if at some point you're like, you know what, we want somebody from Parks and Rec to be Garfield, I would go Nick Offerman, I think, as Garfield yeah, over Chris yeah. Pratt. Yeah, yeah, I would too. I would get him for anything just so I could work with <laughs> just, him. just just have Nick Offerman on <laughs> just, set. Just have him on set. He'll you know during his downtime, he'll build you a chair. Or something. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say whittle you a new I'd chair. Part from <laughs> Megan too, just so I could have them doing their, <laughs> their own thing on yeah. set. Yeah, like no script, just do you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Pratt's Mario Brothers co-star Seth Rogen, who's voicing Donkey Kong in the Super <laughs> Mario Brothers movie, is reportedly being offered his own Donkey Kong standalone animated film as well. So Why? they are building that Nintendo animated universe, apparently. Mm. Who's asking for this? <laughs> apparently Seth Rogen's agent, <laughs> who gets a cut of whatever. I guess. It's not because... I love those characters, don't get me wrong, yeah. but is this what we want to put money into? I mean, <laughs> Is this the cash? we want i don't think so i don't care about the cast is this what we want to put money <laughs> just say it if you've got that nintendo ip i guess you can sell it off and spin it off and do what you want with it don't we have boys and girls clubs that need computers and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> just say it i, I know go though. somewhere useful and on a related note at number one number one Fresh off of her all-too-brief turn in No Time to Die, actress Anna de Armas has been cast in the John Wick spinoff, Ballerina. The character was introduced in John Wick 3 Parabellum. She's getting her own spinoff, the, the character is, and now we have the actress to portray her. And I would not seen No Time to Die because I don't have another two and a half hours to watch a movie. Fair enough. Um, but from everything I've seen and heard online, She's she, great. she absolutely owns that very short, almost cameo that she it's has. It's literally and, like a 20-minute cameo, yeah. and she rocks it. Yeah. yeah. So you know, people were saying, man, why aren't we giving her more action franchises yeah. like this well, and now here it is now we've got one that, that should be really cool i mean it, what they've done with a lot of the actresses doing the action stuff lately i mean it, and i go back to saying it's john wick you know once you put that movie out everybody else is like well we can't just do the same old junk we've been doing we gotta step it up yeah. and they've done it for the ladies and they're making them all just badass yeah speaking of the same old thing in a related story to that ad director troy duffy and stars norman reedus and sean patrick flannery are set to return for boondock saints 3 the hope is that this will expand <laughs> into an action franchise similar to the approach that's being taken with the john wick film yeah we had it one and two we're done <laughs> really just one it's all we needed yeah. thanks I, uh, <laughs> I don't know if we even needed one i i yeah. i i have feelings against that movie so yeah towards it, that movie it whatever. holds a special place in some people's hearts but i don't know yeah. that it needs a third film or a spin-off franchise well, as someone who went back and watched the second one again because yeah. i like the first one yeah it's all right the i don't know they need a second one but. watching the second one i was like mm, no we, we we don't need a third one I don't, <laughs> yeah 
no, we we can let that die. And <laughs> Curtis, what's your beef with the uh, Boondock Saints? I don't think it's a very well made movie. I mean, I right. get the like for it and the characters and whatnot, and the actors are great, but I just don't think it's a very well made movie. Yeah, you got to just watch movies to watch movies. Now. Shot I, on a shoestring. I, I, I know it's hard for you. <laughs> it's like Joey when he I, I watch reads something. He's he's just he's a writer. So you guys know there's a process and oh we're missing things here and this. Could it's have also been a lot to do with the director too. I don't like him either. Yeah, Duffy's not. He's yeah. not a nice dude. Yeah. And I don't know. He he talks a lot of game and he doesn't have as much talent as he, the game he talks. That that's what, my, what he's that's got my to particular beef. It it is. Yeah, it is a little bit. He's he's a little bit like the indie Zack Snyder. If that makes <laughs> sense, it's like I got fans and they're loud. <laughs> you know what I would watch? I would watch a Boondock Saints three if Zack Snyder directed it. <laughs> Zack Snyder's Boondock Saints. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that either. Yeah, it wouldn't <laughs> be good like, either. But yeah, well, like you guys said, you know, those people get that following and it gives them a swagger. And if they can maintain that swagger, people are like, oh yeah, yeah sure, we'll show up for that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's no different than Kevin Smith movies. Are those yeah. things good? No, no, particularly. <laughs> no. Do they make me laugh? They do make me laugh. Right. You know, but outside of that, they're not good movies. Yeah. But I'll go see every one of them because I just love them. And so. even with my beef with the movie, like I said, the actors were great. Willem Dafoe was amazing in that movie. So, you know, it kind of just... It's how I feel. Yeah. Like, you know, there, there's things to like. You and found a diamond in the ghost ass. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> what were you doing in the ghost ass? <laughs> looking for diamonds, apparently. I was looking for diamonds. Found one. Uh, yeah. It wasn't all for naught. There you <laughs> go. And in other news, this story comes to us out of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. All right. Pennsylvania prosecutors have dropped a felony theft charge against a man who underpaid for a bottle of Mountain Dew by 43 cents. Prosecutors in Perry County, That's I hear lots I of size. Yeah. <laughs> Prosecutors in Perry County dropped the theft charge this month against Jacob. Uh, I'm not going to pronounce his last name. It looks uh, Polish. <laughs> he was 38, and they downgraded that to another charge. The news reported on Tuesday in August. Uh, Joseph went into an Exxon, a gas station in Duncannon, and saw a sign advertising two 20 ounce bottles of Mountain Dew for three bucks, he said. So he took one, put two dollars on the counter for what he thought was a dollar fifty soda, and walked out, not realizing the discount did not apply to a single bottle. You got to buy two to get them for three bucks. The bottle really cost two twenty nine. So, with including the tax, he owed the store forty three cents. State police found Joseph and arrested him on a felony charge. A judge ordered him he held. Got arrested for this. A judge ordered him held on a fifty thousand dollar cash only bond. He was in jail for seven days before his public defender successfully argued for his release. The newspaper reported. Sounds like a miscarriage of justice, but <laughs> he has twice in the past 10 years been charged with theft, once for not paying for a tank of gas, hopefully not at the same station. That's why they're like, that guy again, that asshole. Uh, and another, we just took his picture down. And another time for stealing a pair of tennis shoes from a store. Under Pennsylvania's three strikes law, a third oh. theft charge must be charged as a felony, regardless of the amount or value involved. He faced up to seven years in prison. The district attorney, Andrew Bender, did not answer calls or emails from the news at this time. Uh, he, Joseph, our victim or <laughs> perpetrator, depending on how you will look at it, <laughs> did not return messages seeking comment as well. Uh, 
he told the news that it was, quote, great news that the felony was being dismissed. He said, quote, I feel I was treated unequally because I had a record. The newspaper previously reported that he had been charged with theft in Cumberland County earlier this summer on suspicion of trying to take items from a Hobby Lobby with his wife. For that charge, his bail was set at $2,000, and he's applying for a diversion program in that charge. So, oh, shit. I worked at Hobby Lobby. All them old women steal that place blind. Well, yeah, Hobby Lobby's known for stealing <laughs> artifacts. From <laughs> Hobby Lobby's not exactly got the cleanest hands themselves. Oh, so. no. They're, they're pieces of shit. I, I know all kinds of <laughs> stories about, that you can tell. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it sounds like a pretty bad thing, um, both because the law is so inflexible but it's not like this guy was a victim of some heinous like first offense. Yeah. Like, oh shit, I just accidentally didn't realize what the sale was. Right, dude's been stealing for ten years now. I mean, <laughs> at least he attempted to pay. Did he? Yeah, he he tried. Right, he's yeah. just he's just dumb. Did he yeah, bang the sheriff's wife or something? Is there a vendetta? Or? Get him, round him up. That's it. That's all I needed. Yeah, his wife is the sheriff's daughter. He, under, he, he, he underpaid a Mountain Dew at the Exxon. Let's get them, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Round up the posse. <laughs> I mean, at first, it's like, what? Then you're like, I can almost kind of, because the law is the law. Right. So if you're... Which isn't to say the law it. shouldn't necessarily be changed. The law can yeah. be changed. But oh, yeah. at the time in question, that's the law. Yep. And that dude has not got a clean track record. So, yeah. Maybe you should spend his time petitioning to get that law. <laughs> maybe he's changed the law. And maybe... He shouldn't be yeah, stealing. Yeah, stop stealing shit, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you got to pick one or the other, I would say work on yourself first yeah, and let somebody true. else work on changing the law. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> but you can do both. You can. Mister, if you're listening. It's, yeah, it's not an either or. It's an and situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let us know what you think are the top stories each and every week if we use your suggestion. We'll give you a shout out in an upcoming episode. Send us your suggestions on social media. You can hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for and follow us at PGTC podcast and post your comments and tag us in news stories there. Or you can call us on the hotline at 417-986-7842 and leave a message with your comments. We just might play them in an upcoming episode. You want to call the hotline. Links to all that and more at popgoestheculture.com. Coming up this week in entertainment and pop culture, this weekend Rhode Island Comic Con is taking place now through Sunday. And you'll be seeing us not there. Not there. Providence, Rhode Island is a little further than I feel like driving for a con. A little. I do hear, though, that (laughs) Kitty's like, I'll go. (laughs) I'm going. If they pay our trip, why not? Yeah. No, they travel. Like for uh, collectors uh, that I follow and stuff like that, like Oddly enough, the Rhode Island one, they a find con, a yeah. lot of good stuff, you know, yeah. and you're, if you're 80s, 90s toy collectors and, you know, memorabilia and stuff like that, it, I was really surprised that that just stands yeah, it out. it sounds like a the, small little yeah. dinky thing, but no, there's a lot of East Coast cons that we don't pay a lot of attention to because it's East Coast cons. We're not going to them, but yeah, yeah there's a lot of them that are... That uh, that are pretty pretty good, pretty nifty little cons. Yeah, if you're pretty, you're in the area, pretty impressive. So if you're out that way, go check them out. Check it out. Find something for us. Pick it yeah. up. Ship it to us. <laughs> I like Marvel Legends. I like all eighties <laughs> any eighties any toys. Yeah, you know, eighties horror. You know, send it. Send it. Wrestling, yeah. sure. You, Wrestling, you name it, we'll take it. All we'll, right, this we'll, we'll fr- get a PO box. You can send it to <laughs> exactly. This Friday, today, Marvel's Eternals, Spencer and Finch are all in theaters. Finch also available on Apple TV Plus. 
That's the that's the one with Tom Hanks. That one we were talking about Jeff Bezos over at Amazon trying to be a video game uh, <laughs> studio now. Apparently, he tried to take Tom Hanks into space too. Oh, he only wanted Hanks just to pay for gas. So twenty eight million dollar price tag on that trip. Tom Hanks turned him down. Apparently, yeah, I would have to pass too. Unless <laughs> yeah. I had a, I mean, yeah, yeah, I think I'm probably gonna have to pass on the twenty eight million dollar. <laughs> This time. Yeah, this time around. Maybe. Did, he, did, he, did he charge Shatner that much? That makes you wonder, doesn't it? Yeah. Makes you wonder if he just said, well, nobody's going to pay. I need to do the press. I need to do the PR thing and take somebody for free. I'll take Shatner. Yeah. Or did Shatner fork may, over? He may give a dollars? private donation. Right. You know? Yeah. He's not hurting for any money by donation. Shatner, no. no. Man, he's good. I would like to go to space. I, I oddly enough, do Tw- not like flying on planes. Right. Eight million. I would go into space. Here's That'd the thing. Be awesome. They're not really going into space. No, no <laughs> they're going sh- just a little bit higher than me. Tell that to Shatner. <laughs> I yeah. legit want to go into space. Like right. since we were talking about, it. but no, the, what they're doing now, they're just going to that no, last. Yeah, it, it's just, <sighs> it's just, yeah, masturbation basically. It's like, yeah. Oh, we're going to space. Well, we're where the atmosphere and space meet each other, <laughs> yeah. and we're coming back down. So exactly. No, I want to go into space space. I think that'd be amazing. You sound like that, that kid from October Sky. Yeah? Yeah, I want to go into space. I want to go into space. You want to build some rockets first, though. Build some rockets in my <laughs> pants. No, wait a minute. I don't <laughs> think that's a, that's a different movie. <laughs> also out today on Apple TV Plus, Dickinson Season 3 hits today. For animation fans, Animaniacs Season 2 hits Hulu today, and Big Mouth Season 5 drops on Netflix. Okay, so we did talk about the Animaniacs, what's yeah. coming out. Yeah. And then after that, no more talks. Has anybody, have you guys watched it? I, I forgot it even came back. I, I I was excited that it was coming back, and then when it came time to watch it, I didn't care enough to turn it on. <laughs> if anybody listening has watched it, I'm curious to find out. Is it any good? So. Yeah, I don't know. I have a hard time imagining that it can recapture that lightning in a bottle that they had back that would in be the rough. 90s. Yeah. I mean, not rough, tough, because that's, man, they were on it back they, then. And they were, you know, they were spitting the hot takes and satirizing and making fun of everybody. And yeah. there's some of that now. You go back and watch it, and you're like, well, that was certainly a time capsule moment that doesn't <laughs> necessarily hold up today. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I have a hard time with today's social climate i have a hard time imagining they were able to do the things that they were able to get away with did anybody watch that rocco movie that came out no no i haven't watched it either Mm-mm. i was wondering if it was any good too i don't know well again if you've seen it let us let know. yeah know. yeah call please, the hotline <laughs> call the hotline <laughs> just, uh, whatever comment somewhere yeah. leave a comment twitter us new album today from abba Title yeah. Voyage, first album in 40 years. I know. Have you heard not too bad. Have you heard what they're doing with the tour for this? I heard, not so much a tour, but the live show, I guess. No, I, I heard other things, but go ahead. Apparently, they have all gone into a studio <coughs> and said, here's the set list. And they sang, they recorded them singing the set list for, this, so for the live show. Lip sync? And they were wearing the mocap suits. Yep. So it's all going to be hologram abba so the four abba performers will be holograms of them that are de-aged back to the 70s 
and they're playing their vocal track and they're going to have a live orchestra and band playing playing the music playing the the actual music part to a recorded track of them singing and holograms on stage dancing uh, and so basically they're doing the vocaloid thing that's really popular yeah and they're, they're, like setting they're spending up a, a lot of unnecessary money they're setting up yeah they they apparently have bought out a theater somewhere in in England, I think somewhere in London, and they've renovated it with all this state-of-the-art stuff so that people that go to the show can get the best experience they can get of this holographic thing. So there's probably a lot of lights, work, so and stuff. They're not actually going on tour. Oh, no. I think if this is the first time they've been together to record in 40 years, my guess is they couldn't stomach each other in that small group. Well, you, you, <laughs> heard, you, heard, you heard the other thing, right? What's that? Okay, so they announced this, their new album, first mm-hmm. one in 40 years. They're doing this tour live show yeah i do that with quotations um then they announced that they were breaking up <laughs> yeah i think i think they did not enjoy the being together to record a new album as much as they thought they might or their money ran dry so they're like hey 40 year anniversary ding ding ding, ding. <laughs> let's do something and then they said yeah we can't be on stage together we can't be stand being around each other so the there was uh i went to riot fest years ago and one of the bands uh towards the end of the night was uh uh, new order mm-hmm. and you could just tell on stage they're done <laughs> that, like the dude i can't remember is the lead singer but he's just like he's watching everyone and he's like getting towards the end of the set and he's just kind of tapping his like wrist at like his watch like hey we got a time let's wrap this shit yeah. up you know? <laughs> we did our contractually <laughs> obligated set let's go home we sang a joy division song even though we said we'd never do that yeah let's get the hell out of here yep so i like the good old days when the crowd was like oh you don't want to be here for us and they just we don't want to be put here their either backs and yep. put their middle fingers up you're like you can fu- you can leave no you did. <laughs> you held on to that card and slipped up through your fingers I did. <laughs> also out today it's a big day uh animal crossing new horizon patch 2.0 and the happy home paradise dlc on the nintendo switch a lot of people got through the pandemic playing animal crossing not me i don't care about that but a lot of folks it's a big deal my daughter did there you go and call of duty vanguard on pc xbox and playstation drops today this saturday saturday is national nachos day all right well celebrate if i have to that's fucking handle that i'll bite so how do you like your nachos dressed? What do you have to have with your nachos? Nachos, um, lots of cheese. Okay. I actually like putting hamburger meat and uh, black olives and onions and peppers, sour cream. How about you, Kenny? I kind of just like the cheese, but I, if I've got the availability to have the hamburger meat, then I'll do that. Some lettuce over the top, kind of make it a taco <laughs> out of it. Make it look like you tried. <laughs> That's a taco. A token amount of lettuce. Sure, lettuce. Yeah, Once like you a- start adding lettuce, it's a taco salad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, that's how I eat it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Hey, we're not judging here. Nobody said there was a right or wrong. <laughs> no, no, just asking preference. Pulled pork, all. maybe. I don't know. But mainly cheese. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cheese. This Sunday, Yellowstone Season 4 premieres on Paramount Network. That's like the big show everybody talks about, and I don't know anybody that's watched it. I don't know anybody that has Paramount Network. It's not Paramount Plus, even. It's the Paramount Network that comes with your cable and satellite per subscription. So It's Kevin Cosner, right? That's Kevin Cosner, yeah. Mm. Uh, Dexter New Blood premieres on Showtime. This is the the revival of Dexter after the season finale, series finale, where uh, he's left lumber- everybody cold. He's a lumberjack. Yeah. And Holiday Wars season premiere on Food Network. It is that time of year. Halloween's over, so now it's Christmas, apparently. Yeah. On Monday, Monday is National Cappuccino Day. 
How do you like your cappuccino? I don't really care for a cappuccino. Yeah. Someone else's like hand. Black coffee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like black coffee, and if I'm going to go into that world, give me a frappe. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. I like the smell of coffee. I do not like the taste of it. Yeah. There's coffee over there, right? Yeah, there's coffee Ooh. over there. You got to excuse yourself for a second to go get some coffee. I get to smell coffee every day because I make one for my wife. There you go. <laughs> Next Tuesday on Blu-ray and DVD, Respect. That's the Aretha Franklin biopic with Jennifer Hudson. And Forza Horizon 5 on PC and Xbox on Tuesday. Next Wednesday, Clifford the Big Red Dog is in theaters. And on Paramount Plus. Nice. For those who are interested in that. Next Thursday, Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the definitive edition. That is the title. Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the definitive edition. It's PC. That's the entire box is just the title. Okay. (laughs) On PC, Xbox, PlayStation, and Switch. Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic hits Switch. And Skyrim, special edition on PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. Another version of Skyrim being released. That's a good week for people who love different gaming. It's that time of year where, yeah. They're trying to sell video games to folks that are looking to pick up those holiday gifts. Um, better get them now if you can find them in stores because there's a that's what I've been wrong suspicion they're not going to be available in a couple of weeks when they're all sold out. Yeah, that's what I've been noticing. They've kind of ramped up the hey, get your stuff get, now. Yeah, yeah, really, we have it now in the store. I don't know about tomorrow, but we got it now. <laughs> if you want something, get it now because all of our stock is on a boat <laughs> yep. off the coast of California. My favorite stuff is the Etsy stuff. I love those commercials there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Think about that. They're basically you know like hey we understand you can't find it in the stores but we got makers that'll make it for you so come on over we got you now would be a great time to have a 3d printer and a glow forge and Uh, the the more stuff i'm doing like i'm trying to do some i'm watching a lot of customizing things and i'm like it's got me you know not only loving what they're doing and in fact i'm picking up a few things from some uh etsy people that are doing stuff but um I'm like, I just, a 3D printer is sounding better and better because I have all these ideas for weapons for stuff and right. ex- different heads for figures, figures. and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, dang it. I may need to get a 3D printer. Do it, Kenny. <laughs> Do it. We'll let you be our designated uh, 3D printer owner and then we'll all come to you with our ideas and suggestions. Save money on figurines. There you go. (laughs) And look for another new episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast next Friday in the podcast player of your choice. Actually, next Thursday, we're going to do another live stream. We'll talk more about that uh, towards the end of the show here. So check that out next week. We're going to take a quick break. Coming up, we are visiting with our buddy David Mann from the Alamo Draft House. We're going to be talking about what's hitting theaters in the month of November. All that, plus we got a brand new pop quiz this week. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hello, friends. My name is Jason A. Meiske. I'm a thriller author and the host of the Sample Chapter Podcast. I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I introduce you to authors from all over the world. Together we have a nice little chat before the guest author reads a sample chapter from one of their books. There's been sci-fi, westerns, romance, horror, thrillers, and even the weird. There's names you don't know and for sure several that you do. And with over 100 episodes so far, you're sure to find a new favorite book. 
So come on over and join us every Tuesday on the Sample Chapter Podcast. I'm so nervous about what to give her. She's so fashionable. Hmm. Isotoner gloves. Designer clothes for my hands. She's so hard to buy for. Everything has to go with everything. Ooh, isotoner gloves. And they fit perfectly. <laughs> they match Tootsie. Isotoner gloves. You've got a great gift on your hands. All right, this week we are catching up with David Mann at the Alamo Draft House. He is taking us back to look at the big movies from October and taking a look ahead at what's coming up this month in November in movie theaters. Have a listen. All right, we are joined by David Mann with the Alamo Draft House. Hello. As promised. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. You uh, had a busy month, the month of October at yes, the Alamo. Yes, we did. It was crazy. I, I feel like uh, the studios really finally felt comfortable releasing movies, and uh, we got a whole bunch of really solid titles. So. Yeah, let's talk about a little bit about October. We had a new number one film at the box office, four out of the five weekends. Uh, starting with Venom, Let There Be Carnage, No Time to Die, Halloween Kills, and Dune, which was the only movie to hold on to the top spot for two weekends in a row. Uh, of those, Halloween Kills and Dune released streaming same day, so yeah. folks still turned out of the theater to watch them, though, so that's that's good news. Yeah, like uh, a few months back, some of those HBO Max titles really didn't perform all that well at the theaters. Uh, they'd have about one solid week, yeah. still under what you'd normally expect them to do, and then you'd see like a 70% drop-off the following week. So with both uh, Halloween Kills on, is it? Peacock. Peacock, yeah. yeah. For those who, the five of people who have Peacock. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so many now that I, I yeah. struggle to remember which one's connected to which, like Paramount Plus is another. That yeah. I, well, when they have a small enough adoption like those two, it doesn't hurt that bad. Yeah. Uh, like, I think it's something around like 3% adoption on both of those. So uh, those tend to not ding us, but HBO Max has been such a good deal Yeah. because they have so many different titles that they're releasing, and that was just about every other week that they're putting out what would be a theatrical release. So uh, really impressed with how those held over. And I think, you know, Halloween Kills had the... Halloween <laughs> Are you okay over there? Cold water gets me. Look at that. Halloween Kills had the positive uh, element of, well, the first one performed really well yeah, around the same over time. And, yeah. And uh, it's Halloween time. There hadn't been a lot of horror movies released at yeah. that point. Uh, and with Dune... Well, that's a movie you got to see on the big screen. Right. Uh, it had a lot of good tracking uh, associated with it. It was looking like it was going to do well. And then it over-indexed. It did, it did better than we were expecting. So yep. uh, really cool to see some of these titles actually perform. Yeah. I was talking to someone today about, you know, like, if it comes out on HBO Max, I'll be honest with you, I tend to watch it on there as right. opposed to go and see the movie. Now, that's not all of them. Some of them, you're just like, no, this has to be seen yep. at a theater, and you do that. But now, if it's like a Disney movie, you know, like, say, The Eternals coming up this weekend, you know, if it's something like that, if I'm paying for it, I want to go to the movies. I yeah. want the experience. Yep. You yeah. know, I don't want to sit and and a lot of people are like, well, I can pause it. I can do whatever. It's like, yeah, but man, that, you really need to see that on the big screen, though. So yeah, yeah. and having that setting where it's your 
distractions are put away, your entire focus is put on the screen and what's going on uh, is really beneficial, I think, to an audience. And with the Disney Plus, like thirty dollar rental thing that which they I don't do. I don't think they're even doing anymore after yeah. they settled out of court uh-huh. with Scarlett Johansson. They pulled back. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Uh, yeah. But up until then, I think was it Shang Chi was the first yeah. one where they're like, okay, we'll just do theaters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're we're seeing like quality performance on those titles. Eternals for this coming week is pretty well sold uh, in advance. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a challenge with this year. Uh, all the different studios wanting to push for streaming and having their own streaming service. But, you know, they've muddied the waters a bit. So yeah. uh, likely a person doesn't have all of them. So eventually your options <laughs> are Some <limited>. people don't. <laughs> Most people don't have all. Yeah, Very few have all. Um, let's talk about another trend that October highlighted, and we're going to see continue with Eternals this weekend as well. Will we see major movies back under two hours anytime in the near future between No Time oh to Die, goodness. Dune, and Eternals? Those are all two and a half hour plus films. Yeah. Uh, and even if you slap the last duel in there, <laughs> right. another one that yeah. released during this time frame where it was like close to three hours. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, you get to that length. I start to miss, miss the old fashioned intermission. Right. Uh, it's just so long. And uh, some of these movies didn't quite, I don't think, have the story to carry them that long. Yeah. Uh, maybe could have used tight trimming, maybe two hours and 20 minutes. That's around the length for a nice long movie that I start to be, you know, I get to itching over that. It feels at some points like the studios are just indulging the directors they brought in on some of these big name projects. Like, well, they're an artist. Let them do their thing. And it's like, well, yeah. maybe you put an editor with that artist who can tighten up that two and a half hour movie and uh, people start to sit in a seat yeah. for two yeah. and a half hours yeah. it's like when Scorsese made The Irishman yeah. it's like close to four, four hours, hours. Yeah. Uh, it's like hey I love you dude I just I had to watch this movie in two separate settings and that's just not I don't think what you want from your movies no uh, yeah they just need a regular put on I watched it in two settings on my iPhone yeah <laughs> that's exactly totally, how Scorsese yeah, wants exactly. you to watch a movie really piss him off and kind of the problem with that too is if you know someone does have to get up and walk away from it Maybe they don't come back to it. You yeah. know, I'm not saying in the movies, of course. Yeah, at but, home, streaming, but, yeah. yeah. If so it's on Netflix, if it's on HBO Max, and it's two and a half hours, yeah, it's... If you didn't hook me in that first hour and a half that I gave you... Yeah. It's yeah. a bigger ask for an audience member. It's like, hey, will you be here for three hours instead of two? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, some of our movies were short enough where it's like, eh, you could probably watch Venom twice. Well, and that's the thing. is, it's, it's got to impact what they make at the box office because it limits the number of showings you can have. If it's two and a half hour movie versus an hour and a half, you're going to get more showings of an hour and a half film like Venom Absolutely. than you're going to get of Dune, which is two and a half hours. Totally. Like, uh, like depending on when theater opens to closes, uh, I mean, each of our screens can house Dune if you just put Dune, Dune, Dune. We can show it three times. Right. Whereas uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage in the same time frame, we can show it five times. Yeah. So it's it's not too big of an ask to uh, schedule a really like tight 90 to two hour movie versus this huge epic uh, that just takes so much time. Uh, and some of them are more interesting than others. Knowing that and knowing the state of studios and the box office, because we are still coming out of this pandemic, do you think that 
it won't impact anything in the near future because a lot of films are made um, and we're just sitting on release dates getting shuffled around do you think in 2023 2024 we see a return to more tight shorter films that will turn a dollar <laughs> more quickly you know does it I'm curious. Are the days of indulging an artist and only making 60 million opening weekend once we're post pandemic, does that continue or do we get back to, we need this hour and a half to get our 80 million opening weekend? I'll say it won't change. Uh, at least not next year. Right. I think most of the data that they're probably pulling from this year is related to how comfortable audience members are right. and seeing how these titles perform uh, with expectations of like about a 25% drop off. So uh, that's kind of been the number that everyone's been reaching for is, oh, what do we think this would normally make? Let's imagine we're probably going to do about 25% less. Right. So uh, maybe once all audience members are back and in action, we'll see them realize, oh, also, uh, these <laughs> movies are too long and we can't program them as much, so we are losing money. And they're expensive. Uh, yeah. I imagine a long movie like uh, Dune, I think a bit of a price tag on it. Yeah. And trimming a bit would would save money uh, on the initial price as well as give you a little bit more money because you can program it far more it's not as big an ask for a theater and it feels like there's some a potential for synergy where you can say this is the theatrical cut and on our streaming platform you get the director's cut which yeah. adds an extra 45 minutes of looking off into space yeah. or whatever the case walking those, across various planets or whatever happens to special release like dvds and blu-rays where it's right yeah like a full version we know what we movie. yeah we know how long the lord of the rings films were in theaters yeah. and we know what's available currently if you really want to sit down for eight hours yeah, we know what daredevil could have been, had it been <laughs> the full vision of its director it's i don't think we wanted that in theaters no no i think i think a good editor helps <laughs> In some cases, well, let's talk about what's coming up in the month of November. It's a it's a shift tonally. Um, again, October has horror, it has a, a variety of things, but November typically is family friendly, fair, and uh, Oscar bait. Yep. <laughs> let's call it what it is. So, and that's what we've got coming up this month. Believe it or not, mm -hmm. uh, it's. Um, it's a little different too because anytime you have Thanksgiving, it, there's a midweek release in the holiday week, but it seems like we're doing a couple of those this month. So let's kind of get to it. As we've mentioned, Marvel's Eternals is the big release this weekend, but we've also got uh, some smaller films. Again, some uh, some uh, potential awards contenders. We have Spencer uh, yeah. starring Kristen Stewart. And we have Finch, which opens in theaters and on Apple TV+. Plus. But again, if you're going to take the time to watch it with Tom Hanks and a dog and a robot, yeah. <laughs> you want to see those things on the big screen. And it looks like a big screen movie. It does. Yeah, uh, it does. Like the early trailer that I saw, I'm really excited for it. I'm a big Tom Hanks fan, so right. I'll throw my money at him any chance I get. Uh, and this one looks like a futuristic into the world castaway. Yeah, it, it basically it Sounds is. Sounds yeah, great. I'm totally in. <laughs> yeah, that one surprised me when I saw the trailer because it, it kind of snuck up on me. I forgot about it and I was like, oh yeah. I was like, ooh, this looks kind of good. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. The I did not recognize the voice of the robot. Yeah. 
this Caleb Landry Jones. Like I, I could not tell. Uh, yeah. And he's a great like character actor. Yeah. Great young character actor. He's wonderful. And then again, the first of our midweek releases, we have Clifford the Big Red Dog for families uh, releasing the middle of next week on the 10th. Um, that is also a, a streaming day and date on, I think, Paramount Plus, mm-hmm. like you said, yep. for for both of the people <laughs> who are listening who have Paramount Plus. About 25 years ago, I was really excited. Not Clifford? <laughs> yeah. This one does not star uh, Charles Grodin, from it's, what I understand. Different Clifford altogether. Uh, and Martin Short's not playing the yeah. dog. It's, yeah. <laughs> totally different. And it's... Not, it, Man, between Clifford and then he'd had the Beethoven films. It was uh-huh. like Charles Grodin was really trying to make a Clifford the dog movie, it yeah, feels like, he wasn't tried. he? Uh, <laughs> he was really pulling for that, wasn't he? <laughs> I do love the Just original Clifford. Little. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then we've got uh, the following Friday, the 19th, we have Ghostbusters Afterlife and King Richard both dropping. Uh, two completely different films. Yeah. Uh, huh? Yeah, believe it or not, we've got yeah we've got the the kind of the throwback, and yet for a new generation, we've got the Ghostbusters thing uh, playing to the nostalgia, and then we've got a, a biopic of, yeah. of of a tennis dad, a tennis and, coach with, with Will Smith, a sports biopic where uh, it's not the about the athletes, isn't a jerk, yeah, and it's not about the athletes, it's yeah. about the father. It's like what I'm getting from this trailer is that oh they had a really nice dad, yeah, <laughs> yeah. again Oscar bait. Is what we're looking at here. Um, and then we round out the month with the Thanksgiving weekend. And again, those would be moved to the middle of the week. Uh, we've got Encanto from Disney. Disney always has mm-hmm. a Wednesday of Thanksgiving week film. Um, House of Gucci, which again looks like it's playing to the Oscar crowd. National Champions and Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City based on the Resident Evil video games. Those are Wednesday releases towards the end of the month. Um, so a lot. It's not as packed as the month of October was, but there's still a ton of good content in here. Um, you know, between uh, the, the temp posts are, you know, Eternals and Ghostbusters and possibly Encanto when we yeah. get to that holiday week. But, um, but a lot of different, it, it's, yeah. it's November. It feels like November at the movie theater there's with its release. Interesting titles. Yeah. Uh, and they're probably, they're not all powerhouses, like you said, but I think it's enough that, uh, the distribution of styles of movies. It'll bring a lot of different people out. Yeah, which is what November always feels like at the movies. Um, and it's a good time to bring this back as well. The movie passes back. Yeah. So if you want to see a variety of different films in the month of November, um, that might be something to look at. Tell us a little bit about the movie pass, what that is, what it gets folks, all oh, of that. Oh, that's great. Uh, for 20 bucks, uh, you can take yourself to any movie of your choice. Uh, day one uh, on most titles, there's like a, a Disney and like some of those bigger studios. Yeah. There, they're putting some rules on this for yeah. us. Uh, but you can watch a different movie every day. So uh, with your movie pass, a couple of tickets would normally cost you over $20. Right. So on your second movie, you've already paid for the pass. So uh, you could come every day of the week and watch a movie. And yeah, you would uh, definitely be taking us for a ride on that <laughs> one. Uh, but some of these movies, like 
hey, you go, you check out the first half of Dune. <laughs> come day. back the next day. <laughs> come back the next That's day. That's a great use of your movie pass. Yeah. Go see half of Eternals this weekend. Break it up a little bit. <laughs> Save That's you some awesome. time. I'm thinking out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> so, 1999 a month. You can see a movie per day. Yeah. Um, and then there's also, uh, if you want to bring other folks as well. Um, yeah, you can add on you to can add on movie to, so. pass, which yeah. is a useful thing for families and stuff like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Well, the gentleman I was talking to today at the gym, he was he had gotten his, and he's like, we've already put it to the test, man. We've been seeing a movie every day, and he's like, you know, there's a f- some of them that I was like, I don't know if I would necessarily want to see it, but I can go see it, yeah, and basically for free, you know? yeah, and essentially, or they're they're paying me yeah, almost to sit here if, exactly. I, if I'm on my third film, you know, and it's so a great deal. I mean, they watched a couple that they're like, you know, we didn't think we would want to watch it, and we are so glad we did. So it's a yeah. great opportunity to. Yeah, like compared to HBO Max, which is like fourteen ninety nine yeah. a month. Well, that's well, the ours thing. is twenty, yeah. and you get a big old place to see it, and it's not just HBO Max titles. Yeah, that's the thing. If you want to, so like you were saying, so if I'm going to get HBO Max so I can see those Warner Brothers movies, and I'm going to have to get Peacock every once in a while. They throw something out that I want to see, and you know Paramount Plus every once in a while they have something I want to see. Or rather than spending that much money per month on those streaming t- services, you can pay nineteen ninety nine a month and get the movie pack. And then, like you said, I'm going to watch the first hour and a half of Dune. I'm going to walk out. Breaks I'm going to go, yeah, go do something. Come back and watch this last hour of it, and be like, "Hey, I, I saw Dune," and it cost me nothing more to do that. Yeah, that's that's a good use. I hadn't thought about that, so but that's with, strategic. Yeah, with these movie links, it's probably 15 movies more. Yeah, like. yeah. exactly. Also, the Alamo, of course, doing what the Alamo does. Tons of special programming this month, including My Hero Academia, the movie, World Heroes, both dubbed and subtitled. That movie broke the top five at the box office last weekend. It did better for us, uh, or at least more consistently well. Uh, and Last Night in Soho, yeah. which I was very excited for. Right. And Antlers. Yeah. So it was like, and it was supposed to just be single, like most theaters were just showing it couple few times yeah we did a full run of it uh split between dubbed and subtitled yep and uh yeah it sold, <laughs> sold so well everyone wanted to come see it people were dressed up it was really exciting that's awesome uh yeah springfield really digs anime absolutely and, uh, glad to see them we're gonna have way more uh in the future so that's awesome that. also showing this month the best little whorehouse in texas when was the last time you saw that on the big screen have you ever seen it on the big screen i have I said, you may be the only person who's seen it on the big screen. I saw it at the drive-thru. The first time I saw it at the drive-thru when I was Or the drive-in. Or drive-in, sorry. Drive-thru, you can't get much of it in the five minutes. Sorry, drive-in. And, uh, well, I was also trying to think of when did I see it as an adult. Right. But we saw it at the, um, oh, was that up there? And oh, it's the dollar movies. I can't remember. Okay, yeah, Palace or what? Palace, thank you. Uh, We saw it there a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. So check that. Yeah, it's a fantastic film. Oh, and it's, <laughs> yeah. It is well worth seeing on a big screen. Absolutely. Also showing this month, Bubba Hotep. Yeah. The Support Your Local Theater screening. That, show. that movie's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is the uh, Godzilla birthday month, the month uh-huh. of November. So you guys are screening everything from the original Gojira mm-hmm. all the way to Shin Godzilla, which is like one of... I, 
personally prefer it over the, the, the other newer versions of yeah. Godzilla that we're getting. But um, so you guys have got a ton of Godzilla movies scattered uh, throughout the month. We have like one that's going to be a double feature, uh, like the the Gojira original is like a 4K remaster. Oh. So I've seen snippets of it. It's beautiful. Oh, I imagine. Uh, and the and the the black and white really pops. Uh, but yeah. Uh, we did a whole push with I think we have six different showings mm-hmm. of uh, different Godzilla titles. So and everyone's really into it. Oh I'm yeah, really absolutely. About that. Yeah. Cool. Also this month, uh, the Sleepless in Seattle brunch showing Unforgiven, and then about mid month we kind of start shifting gears a little bit, focusing on some more seasonal fare. Mm-hmm. It's not the month of November. It's not Thanksgiving in my house without a screening of planes, trains, and automobiles. Yes. Rather than watching it at home, you can check it out on the big screen this month at the Alamo. So good. And then we start moving towards uh, towards that special time of the year. Mm-hmm. We got elf screenings and movie parties. We got National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation movie parties. Love Actually brunch. A whole lot more. It's it's that time of year to to be preparing for the holidays yeah, we're gonna keep adding them too there are there are two tie i mean everybody loves summer blockbusters at the theater but if you had to pin me down yeah october and december are the best times in my for my money to go to the to the movies yeah. to, to see the stuff it's way more fun yeah. uh like you get that seasonal vibe you finish up your shopping at the mall and you head over to the movie theater it's yeah it reminds me of my childhood yeah. and, and whenever we'd come to visit a bigger city uh, like go to K- Kansas City or something and hit up the mall, like get a bunch of stuff, go eat and go see a movie. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, for a while there, I think, yeah, it, we, my family did the whole Thursday Thanksgiving, like after everything's done, mm-hmm. nobody wants to stay in the house anymore because you've been cooped up all day. Let's go them. to the movies. Yeah. Yep. And then also that, I mean, those are the films. Obviously, that's what the album is known for. But you've got Thursday night trivia still going on in the back mm-hmm. lot, six to eight every Thursday night. Magic the Gathering, the last Wednesday night of every month with our friends over at Metagames Unlimited coming out. If you if you play constantly, consistently, or if you've never played before but you've been interested, you want to know what's going on, you've got the folks from Metagames there who will help show you the ropes. They'll help yeah. you figure out what you're doing. I'm sure they'd be more than happy to talk to you about how you can... Improve your game, improve your deck. Um, And then you guys have still available. I know we're back to normal as far as screenings going and stuff, but you can still reserve your holiday space in the the media rooms there off the back lot. I know a lot of folks are looking at trying to figure out how they're going to do holiday parties. Maybe they've done it in the office in years past, but maybe the office is either not open anymore or things are different. You know, folks working from home, trying to figure out how to juggle this. You guys are the perfect place yeah. to host a holiday party. With our little private rooms, they each can hold about 12 people. And then, I mean, our theaters range from up to 44 guests to up to 115 guests. So, uh, depending on the group of people that you have and uh, how many you really want to be stuck in a, in a box with for about <laughs> a couple few hours. Uh, yeah, we, we've, we've done a lot of, like... Uh, corporate events we've done local businesses birthday parties i think the birthday parties is one that gets overlooked if you don't have space or you don't want a ton of kids in your house right now you can go to the media rooms at the alamo you can set up the space as you need it you can bring your video game consoles and have your own mario kart tournament or whatever you want to do you know they've got the screens they've got the projectors 
it's a great place to host a birthday party that you don't have to do yeah. it in your own home. You, you don't, don't have to worry to about clean the clean up, up yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Exactly. That's After having us. 10 teenage girls in my house <laughs> over the weekend for, for my the Halloween. daughter's Halloween party. Yeah, it's a mess. I'm considering other places. So yes, <laughs> the Alamo is in consideration <laughs> going forward. So if somebody wanted to book a uh, space for a holiday party, a birthday party, something like that, what, who would they reach out to? What would they need to do? You can always go through our website. We have an, uh, uh, a link that you can reach out, give us a little information as to what you need, or you can send us an email at managers at alamospringmo.com. Either avenue, you're going to get connected with somebody who can get you set up. So... Uh, yeah, and we're always looking out for these, it's, and it's getting pretty busy now, so yeah. you want to book well in advance just to make sure that we have the space. Yeah, don't sleep on it. If you've got a date in mind for the hol- for something for the holidays or a birthday party, yeah, don't don't wait till the week of. Yeah. <laughs> Contact the Alamo <laughs> now and get that reserved. And if folks want to get tickets to one of these films, uh, whether it's something new, a new release, they want to get their movie pass, they want to check out some of these uh, special programs, they can get their tickets online at drafthouse.com. If you're looking here specifically in Springfield, it's easy. Just drafthouse.com slash Springfield or in the Alamo Drafthouse app on your mobile device. Uh, if you don't have the Alamo Drafthouse app, just search for Alamo Drafthouse in your mobile device's online store. And you can follow the Alamo Drafthouse near you on social media. Here in Springfield, again, it's... At Alamo Spring Mo. On Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Foursquare. Wherever, MySpace, <laughs> <laughs> Tumblr. Wherever you look for <laughs> the Alamo Drafthouse. Still no OnlyFans. No OnlyFans, yeah. We're getting there, though. Give us time. Stay tuned. Well, cool, man. Well, thanks for being here with us. Absolutely uh, happy to I hope be. you are rested up and oh, ready yeah. to go after a wild October. It's going to be nice. It's going to keep going for the rest of the year. It so is. The like. rest of the year is absolutely packed. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more next month where we take a look at uh, the month of December, the holiday season yeah. at the Alamo Drafthouse. Looking forward to it. All right, thanks again to David for joining us. He'll be back in December with a look at what's hitting movie theaters to wrap up 2021. It's been a weird year for movies. (laughs) Nothing, nothing, nothing. Here it is all at once. (laughs) (laughs) But before we get to December, we've got a new pop quiz this week. And our pop quiz this week asks the following question. What is it that you are most looking forward to in the month of November? We've got a list of a few things there in front of you, but that certainly is not all inclusive. There are other things that maybe aren't on that list that you're looking forward to. What in entertainment, what in pop culture are you most looking forward to in the month of November? We'll each pick one, and then we will have other as our fourth and final choice so folks can vote in the pop quiz this week. Kenny, we'll start with you. What is it that you are most looking forward to? In the month of November, um, honestly, there's a lot of great stuff on the list here, but uh, I just happened to get caught up on uh, Doom Patrol. Nice, and I really <laughs> want to see how they're gonna finish out the season because it's been wacky, wild Kool Aid right. style. So, so you can say the Doom Patrol season finale. That I mean, I know it sounds weird because I've That's been poo pooing on a little bit, but the Flash, I am <laughs> curious to see what they're gonna do with their last season. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. hoping they try to make it fun and make it watchable. Is this the last season? Uh, it's supposed to be. Yeah. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. I know that the they're they're starting with a crossover. That's like their season yeah. premiere is like, hey, and here's all the actors that we 
get rid of their shows. They're going to be back for this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what are you going to go with? What you pick? Are you going to go with The Flash? Are you going to go with Doom Patrol? What are you going to pick? You know, I'll, I'll go with Doom Patrol just because that uh, it's been crazy. And especially this this week's episode, it's like, yeah, this is vintage Doom Patrol. <laughs> yeah. All right, Curtis, let's go to you. What are you most looking forward to in the month of November? Home sweet home alone. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Knew it. No, oh, God, no. no. Uh, I actually forgot that they were doing a Blade Runner series. I'm kind of excited for that, but I'm going to lean towards Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop Netflix. over on Netflix. All right. All right, so then my choice, again, I'll, I'll kind of run through the list here for folks who are wondering what's coming up in the month of November. Uh, we've got a ton of stuff coming out this weekend, like we talked about earlier in the show. Um, I would, I'd like to be more excited for Eternals than I am because it's about a 50-50 split on Rotten Tomatoes. It means it's either, it, it's one of those things where it's like you're either going to love it or you're not. There's right. no middle ground. Um, and the folks I know who have seen it have been like, it'll slightly leans towards the not <laughs> so i'm a little less excited although i do have my tickets i will be checking it out this I weekend i can see like really liking the visuals right but maybe but the, the story, maybe the movies yeah. not so good right um like you said that you know a lot of stuff hitting uh i'll throw it out a shout out to our buddy kevin mellon uh who we see every year at uh planet comic-con he's he, the show he was working on after he left archer uh marvel's hit monkey uh, it's Hulu. This is like the last. Remember when Hulu said like we're gonna do these like four or five shows, kind of Netflix the way Netflix did things, and then like one got made and it was terrible, <laughs> or maybe two. Two got made. They did the Hellstrom one, which nobody liked. Yeah. Uh, and then they did Modoc, which I think was an acquired taste. <laughs> you had to yeah. want to watch that. I I wish they had made Kevin Smith's Howard the Duck. Yeah, that would have been. But they okay. did move. Up, they did move forward with Hit Monkey, so that hits uh, Hulu later this month. Um. And beyond that, there's a, there's a few others here. The Wheel of Time series. I never read the Wheel of Time books, but that series hits uh, on Prime Video later this month. Masters of the Universe Revelation Part Two hits Netflix oh, later yeah, this I month. I said that too. I'm really, I am actually looking forward to but that. I think my pick is going to be just because they haven't really done a bad job yet. I mean, they've had high, they've had some things that maybe missed a little bit, but nothing's been terrible out of Disney's, uh, Disney plus's Marvel universe. So I'm going to go with Hawkeye, I think on Disney plus as my pick. I think it looks like they're not taking themselves super seriously. It looks like they're having fun. I mean, obviously they had a vision for WandaVision. Uh They had an idea that they wanted to do. Um, Loki was, doing its thing it was doing the heavy lifting for what's coming next um falcon and winter soldier was kind of a one-off it doesn't look like it i mean yeah it sets the table for a new captain america but you could have done that in a million different ways it didn't necessarily have to be there but yeah so hawkeye kind of looks a little bit like that like yeah you could have got us there another necessarily we didn't have to have this the series but it looks like they're just having fun it looks yeah. at least from the trailers at least from the the footage we've seen it looks like they're not taking themselves too seriously they're they're just telling a kind of goofy looking holiday this you know, everybody's out for revenge for the stupid stuff you did <laughs> and now you and now this girl's coming along and she's gonna replace you and yeah it looks it looks like it could be a lot of fun so i think i'm gonna go with hawkeye for my pick yeah good deal so this is your pop quiz this week what are you most looking forward to in the month of november here are your choices doom patrol season finale cowboy bebop on netflix hawkeye on disney plus or other if you vote for other in the pop quiz you need to leave a comment 
recommend with what it is that you are actually looking forward to the most in the month of November. Because we are curious. We do want to know. Just another doesn't tell us anything. Yeah. We want to know what it is that you're voting for. This week's pop quiz is live right now. You can vote on Facebook and Twitter by searching for and following us at PGTC Podcast. Pop quiz is pinned right to the top of those pages, so you cannot miss them. Or you can call and leave a recorded message on the hotline at 417-986-7842. Just might play your comments in next week's episode when we bring you the results of the pop quiz. I think that's going to wrap us up for this week. Anybody got anything else before we get out of here? I think of anything. Brad and I are going to go see Bobcat Goldthwait. Are you? At the Blue Room tomorrow night. Nice. That'll be fun. Yeah. So I'll let you guys know how that goes next week. Yeah. Should be good. He's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. He has had an interesting career lately. Yeah. The movies he's made lately and the different paths, he's not he's not been defined by any one thing. You know, when you think of Bobcat Goldthwait, you want to define him by some of the early stuff he did, right. like Police, Police Academy. Academy or, yeah. Yeah. But, Shakes the Clown. Yeah. But guys, the guy's been all over the place and he's done some good work. So yeah. he's definitely an underrated talent, I think, in a lot I of ways. I love hearing his behind-the-scenes things of his movies, <laughs> that yeah. how he got the shots or how he got the locations yeah. and just stuff like that. I'm like, oh, my God, he's a nut. He's awesome. <laughs> There's a story that he told. I can't. I'm not going to be able to do it justice. So I'll just say look right. for it. It's on um, Dan Harmon's podcast from a while ago. He's talking about how he was invited to a juggalo festival. <laughs> right. And they ended up getting chased by a bunch of juggalos throwing Fago at him. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's, he is definitely a character in his own right. Uh, anything else? Anything we got? Anything else going on? No. All uh, right. Well, cool. Well, we'll figure it out. We'll talk about it next week. We'll talk Eternals. We'll talk Bobcat. We'll talk whatever. All right. If you've enjoyed this episode or any episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast, please take a moment and leave a review in your preferred podcast player. It doesn't cost a thing, and it really is one of the best ways that you can show your support for the show. Thanks again to Kenny and Curtis for being here. Thanks again to everybody listening to the podcast whenever and wherever you're catching us. Again, my name is Joey Mills with the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Have a great weekend. We'll catch you right back here next week for another new episode of the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. What we're going to be doing, like we teased earlier, we're going to be live streaming. It's another game night for us next week. So next Thursday evening, that would be the 11th Veterans Mm -hmm. Day at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central. We will be recording the podcast. And we are going to be playing this time. We're going to be we're going to be expanding ourselves. We are playing uh, un, we under the Goondocks is the name of the expansion. We played the Goonies uh, Goonies Never Say Die tabletop game back in uh, over the summer, part of our summer break series. A lot of folks were interested. A lot of folks enjoyed it. Apparently, they were giving us some, a lot of feedback on it. Yes. So what we're going to do is we're going to turn the cameras on. Kind of like we did a couple weeks ago with our Halloween game. Uh, We're going to turn the cameras on. We're going to play this expansion, and then we will have our official written review uh, later on on the website. So we'll play through it together. I'll have to dry out the pieces from the original game because I think we need those. Uh, I think they're still in a box soaking up uh, my spilled drinks. But So we'll, we'll be doing that. You can watch along, and you can comment. You can talk to us. You can type along with us live as we do that. That's next Thursday, the 11th. Uh, we'll be watching our social media accounts for more details throughout the week about that. Until then, until next time, be safe, be healthy, be happy. We will talk to you later. See ya. Stay frosty. Later. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. 
Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.